Extraordinary Asian Women is a podcast featuring Asian women and the journey to their extraordinary lives. My name is Claudia Chen, and in this journey together, I'll help you build the curiosity to know yourself, the compassion to love yourself, and the courage to be yourself in order to bring out the unicorn in you. As a life coach, wife, and mom, I will share with you my stories along with other Asian women to inspire and encourage you to live the life you've always dreamed of. I'm excited about this. Let's go. Welcome to the Extraordinary Asian Women Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. She is the founder and CEO of Innovate Marketing Group. It is an award-winning experience agency based in Los Angeles that provides event management service for top brands such as TikTok, Google, and East West Bank. She has 17 plus years of experience in business, event management, and marketing. During the pandemic, her event company not only did not close, but thrived. Her pandemic pivot story of zero to 250 continues to shine to inspire others. My guest was named top 100 most influential people in the event industry globally by Event Techs and BizBash top 500 most influential event professionals in the U.S. When she's not working with the White House or Secret Service, you can find her spending time with her family or traveling. I would like to introduce you to Amanda Ma. Hi, Amanda. I'm so happy to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Delighted to be here, Claudia. Thanks for having me here. I've been yeah, for sure. I've day. only met Amanda briefly at one of the online events and her personality really shines through. And I'm really excited to be chatting with you, Amanda. Could you share with our listeners what your cultural background is and a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my cultural background is Taiwanese American. I moved here when I was 10 years old with my parents, we immigrated here to America in pursuit of the America chain. You know, it was definitely very, everything was new, including the language itself, right? And new environment and just even our neighbors were new, everything. You know, I love sharing very specifically where I'm from. I call myself Taiwanese American because Asia is so big. Sometimes mm -hmm. I tell people I'm Chinese, mm -hmm. right? That could be anywhere, but I was born Taiwan, Taipei, super proud of it. So that's why I'm always more specific when I say I'm Taiwanese American. Yeah. So I also immigrated to Canada when I was about 10 and I came from Hong Kong. So yeah, it's like very specific too. Like in terms for me, it's like I'm Chinese Canadian. <laughs> it's like, even when people use the term Asian American, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so like it, we get really nitty gritty because those are part of our identity. And I would love to hear, how did you get into event planning, Amanda? So it really started with actually one of my boss that back in the days I was in the corporate world and she was getting married. So I kind of started helping her with her wedding. But then also previously to that, even in college, I was always organizing events. I just didn't know that was people get paid to do this. You know, I think I naturally just love helping people together and building that experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always thinking like, oh, when people walk to the door, they, we should have music already, you know, mm -hmm. so it's not, definitely not typical. So I love like hosting parties. I love, I think for me, it's all about the experience, especially when elevated experience. And then from there, I realized, you know, um, I sat on a few boards as well. 
volunteer pretty extensively. And then I say, hey, is this just a hobby or is this something I really want to pursue as a career? And sure enough, one of you know, one day I told my parents I'm gonna go pursue event planning. And they were like, what is that? <laughs> Why are you quitting your job to start your own business and let alone event planning, right? But I think it's like when the stars align, it's something I'm really good at and I'm passionate about. So yeah, that was 17 years ago. Wow, that was a long time ago. How was the pivot for you? Like, how was the mindset like for you when you went from quitting a job to going into event planning that moment? Do you remember? Um, you know, back then I was in my... 20s, you know, so for me, it was, I'm always been the all or nothing type of person, meaning when I'm in it, I'm 110% involved, and I'm fully dedicated to it. So I know some people say, well, why didn't you kind of do a part time and see if you can make it or not? So I, I mean, I just told my parents, like, give me two years, let me see if I can make something on myself. If it doesn't work, I could always go back and get a corporate job. Right. So it kind of worked out. That's why I'm still here. <laughs> that's so. And amazing. I think it just it, that mindset, honestly, is like taking that leap of faith. You know, mm -hmm. that's one of the things, the difference between people who star thing versus people who don't, because you just have, you could think about all the pros and cons, but then you have to just dive in and be able to jump over and do it and mm -hmm. take action. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And for sure, like when you're actually cut that like burn that bridge then it's like oh I can't really fall back into it but if you're like doing part-time you're like oh I, I still have my part-time to lean on and then you're not falling into it and which is awesome to hear that you actually went all feet first into doing that going on the story about you is when the pandemic hit everything kind of stopped so could you share with our listeners what was it like for you during that time it was definitely, I mean, super scary. You know, a lot of fe fears kind of start to fall through because, I mean, for those of you that are in the event industry, you could probably relate, but our entire industry was completely disrupted, not just in a small way. And in the 17 years that I've been in this business, this is probably the biggest impact. And I guess 15 then, because two years ago, right? And it's almost nothing that, it wasn't like, okay, we did a bad job on a, with the client's event. It was literally yeah. global economy, right? And then we were shut down. Everybody sent home. You can't even do physical events, you know? And then it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I still have payroll. I have this awesome team. I have to support. I have clients, you know, the client left and right was either putting their project on hold or it they cancel, right? And then some of the clients were, were so optimistic. They're like, we'll call you in three months and we'll just pick it back where we left off, right? But as you guys know, two years later, you're listening to this. And for me at the time, you know, I really fell into, at the beginning, fell into a zone of like despair as well as like disappointment and a lot of fear because I didn't know what to do, right? And it's kind of like, oh my gosh. And I knew I had to think fast because payroll comes very often, <laughs> <laughs> but also just like, you know, I have people that count on me. So, you know, if I have to put it into how would I describe it? Like you, you just felt like your back was against the wall. Right. And you're like, this is it, you know, but you, I was telling myself, I'm not going to let the ship go down my watch because I have a team that I love and I want to support. So first I kind of told everybody that you guys are going to be okay. We're okay as a company. We're going to tap into our emergency fund 
And what I mean by emergency fund is hope PPP will come through <laughs> and then my savings and whatever else that we have, right? We do have an emergency fund. But at the same time, it's really adjusting my own mindset from fear and channeling that to we can do it, right? And then I think that is the super critical point from, okay, and it's it's very healthy to kind of digest those feelings, digest those fear. I think some people say, oh, would you prefer you didn't feel that way, right? Some people feel no fear, but I'm actually grateful for that because then that I'm going through the pain point. I'm just, it allowed me to kind of digest in that space, but also like you need to get out of it, right? So what is the turning my mindset, say, okay, you know, I think they always say crisis create opportunities and that was the perfect time for me. So we have always only done in-person events. So now we're kind of going to a drawing board say, okay, what else can we do? You know, so my team and I got together, we looked at virtual events, we do extensive research and we knew we didn't just want to know how to do virtual event, but we really want to master it. Mm -hmm. And there were many other ideas that you guys probably didn't even hear me talk about on other channels, because we also thought about like drive-through concept. There's all these other ones too, and none of them got picked up, right? But virtual event was one of the ideas that we have out of the few where, you know, when this one really related because people were at home. And also in addition to that, we're always really big on surprise and delight. So we also created the events to go box, which paired nicely with the virtual event, right? Um, but by, back to mindset, I think it's just, you know, you're at that point and it's very healthy to have a supporting group. I have to give credit to my forum. You know, I belong to an organization called Entrepreneur Organization. So not only do I have really strong family support, but also I could go to this group of entrepreneurs and say, hey, Claudia, like we're all entrepreneurs, right? And everybody's business was affected by the pandemic in some way. Some actually did a lot better, right? Too, they go the opposite way. But I think it's really looking at that and say, hey, what, any suggestions? And as people are giving me suggestions, I think it just, it gives you hope that there is something you can do. And I think as an entrepreneur, you always, I think the mindset, I think of all the industry who's resilient, events is most resilient because we are the industry that's problem solving all the time, mm -hmm. right? Like there's rain coming. Okay, we need to get a tent for the event. Okay, the headcount just changed from a thousand to three thousand, right? And then so you're constantly adjusting, constantly troubleshooting. I mean, this is of course in a much bigger scale and scope. And I think having that support system and also getting buy-in from your team, all mm -hmm. those things, and just being prepared because all those things help you to gain your confidence, to kind of have boots on the ground so you feel like you have that support, right? So then your mindset will also change. But also sometimes there are days, Claudia, I was walking, no joke. And I every time I tell this, I'm like, I shouldn't tell people this anymore, but I'm going to tell you, maybe it's my last time. But there are days when it's really hard and I'm just, I started a new habit, which is morning walk mm. during the pandemic and no joke, but I would literally walk down the street in my neighborhood and like go, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then I'm just like, oh my God, I hope no, none of my neighbors sees me. I'm wearing a mask, so it's okay. But if you <laughs> ever hear a crazy lady going down the street saying, I can do it, that's probably me. <laughs> oh, but, wow. You know, you just do it because you have to get into that zone. You have to change your mindset. It doesn't start with anybody else but you, mm -hmm. right? Even looking in the mirror and just be like, I can do it. Like, I got this. Amanda, you got this. 
Mm-hmm. Right, and then go figure it out. <laughs> and you know what, Amanda, I have to tell you, this will probably not be your last time telling it. <laughs> <laughs> because things are still going to change, right? Because now that we like the pandemic is kind of over, but now people are saying, oh, the recession is coming, right? <laughs> and I think we all need to hear this time and time again, just because yes, it is so true that we have to process the fear, which we will talk about in a little bit, because it is about overcoming fear with this um, podcast. But at the same time, it is the mindset that we have to change so that we can actually start mm-hmm. So now that we have gone through this struggle of yours and we have heard you talk about mindset and overcoming that fear, when you're talking about channeling the fear, what is it that you think is the most important? What I think is the most important is the fact that we have a choice. You know, when that happened, you have a choice. Like I had a choice to either give up and say, hey, I'm going to shut down my agency. This is the perfect time for me to retire. Or I could say, I'm going to lean in to the opportunity or to the crisis and really lead my team and channeling that fear into opportunities that could potentially become a new revenue stream for us, right? And it was a lot of preparation, a lot of work, but at the same time, you make that choice, you know? So if you just stay here and do nothing, I knew I was going to not die for sure, but like, I I knew I had to do something. So I chose to lean in and lead right I made a choice and a lot of that is for people I think the best thing that I did was not only lean in but also take action right I didn't just put all my eggs in one basket like I said I had a few ideas and a few opportunities and I tried all of it and you know out of the four one really or two really took off right which is the virtual events and then the events of go box but then the other one nobody wanted to (laughs) nobody wanted those service but you also looking at you know, what is the pain point that's out there, right? Because I know if I can solve a pain point, someone will want that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is so amazing what you're talking about. It's the, you have a choice. And that's the power I think is a lot of times we see the external circumstance sometimes as we are subjected to it. It's happening to me. But rather when we uh, have made that decision to say, hey, Sure, this is happening, but what else can I do so that I'm working myself out of this is so important. It's everything is a choice that it is something that you decide from within and you really hit the nail on the head. So for our listeners out there, what do you think is something that they can work on to um, develop this mindset for themselves? Oh, I love that question. Another habit that I picked up during the pandemic is journaling. Mm. So, but like more, I started a grateful journal, which, you know, I think, especially during the pandemic or just any time, even yesterday. Okay. I think that was a perfect example. Yesterday was a very challenging day for me. And I still took the time to write in my grateful journal. And the grateful journal is just write about the big things you're grateful for, small things you're grateful for. And you realize there's so many things to be grateful for, right? And then there's also affirmation. I think a lot of time we forget how awesome we are. The society is pushing out, you know, social media. You see people, oh my God, like I'm successful. But then there's people like Elon Musk, right? Like I stop comparing because then it just, Death is in the comparison. I'm not Elon Musk. I'm Amanda Ma, 
right? I don't own Tesla. I own Innovate Marketing Group. I'm proud of it. Or like, you know, I save some of our clients' testimonials on my phone for mm-hmm. purpose because when there are days when it's just like crazy hard as an entrepreneur, I will look at those and those bring you back so that you don't just give up. It's just a nature of running a business, you yeah. know? So remembering the good days more than the bad days and then just adjusting your mindset. But I think definitely using those opportunity to think about, okay, what didn't work? How are we going to do it even better next time? Yeah. And I want to point out like what Amanda is doing right there is she's choosing. I read this quote, every moment in within the day, you can choose again, you can choose again. And if you find yourself going down and it's okay, like there are days that are very difficult and there are days that are going to be down, but you can also choose again to say, Hey, for just this one moment right here, I just want to feel a little bit more energized. And it's all in the choices that you make. (laughs) And I love that. Thank you so much, Amanda. So our show is coming to an end. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners Amanda no I think in general just you know I'm full gratitude and I feel like anytime if you live in that mindset mindset is so important so I'm so glad you have a podcast that talk about fear and how to channel that into something more positive right and just like the way you think really is important Oh, I saw this the other day, actually on social media. So it's not all bad. It's on TikTok. So it's one of the Kardashian sisters. She was saying sometimes she just feels down. And then her therapist actually told her, find one of her childhood pictures that she loves. So she found one that she loves and they're smiling like so big. And then basically she would tell her, like, when you're feeling down, look at that picture. Would you tell your younger self, like, this is okay? Obviously the answer is no, right? So she's like, no, it's okay. It's going to be okay. So then they just naturally make her feel better. So you got to find what works for you. It could be a letter. It could be calling Claudia, right? So I have people that it's part of my network. They're just my cheerleader. So I know if I'm down, I could call them. They're like, Claudia, you're awesome. Amanda, you're awesome. You're amazing. Then just talking to them for a minute. I'm like, okay, I'm back on the top of the world, right? <laughs> just pick yourself back up, you know, and surround with people that just support you in strategic ways. I'm <laughs> not just telling you like, you know, Kind of like yeah. American Idol, sometimes they say like, oh, you're a fantastic singer <laughs> and they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I really like what you just shared about having a group of cheerleaders around you. And it is that support that's around that makes a whole big difference. Like for you to be able to let yourself be just you, letting your emotions come through and they're like, it's okay, I got you. And now you just go out and do your own thing because look how great you are. And that is a wonderful thing that you have, Amanda. So for the people who want to work with you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just look up Amanda Ma or you could go to our website directly, innovatemkg.com. So excited to be here. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much, Amanda.